Hello and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all Devils news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Locked On Devils podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Okay, guys, it happened. John Hines was officially fired. Um, This is a big deal. I've been saying it since the beginning of this podcast that I think there needed to be a coaching change, that I did not like John Hines in the coach's position for the Devils. Um, There's just a lot of reasons I disliked him as the coach of the Devils. Um, Nothing personal against the guy at all but I don't think that he was right for the job. And finally, the Devils saw that too. Um, There was a lot of talk prior to this about uh, how Ray Shiro might not ever fire Coach Hines because they've been through some really tough stuff this past season and there were no changes. Um, So... Everyone was kind of, not everybody, but some people were kind of like, maybe we should fire Shiro. Maybe he's the source of the problem considering um, Coach Hines isn't going. Um, And it seemed like he wasn't going anywhere, honestly. However, the Sabres game is what did it. And yesterday, the Devils announced that they fired their head coach, Coach Hines. Um, so that's huge. It's going to make a huge difference in the locker room. It's going to make a huge difference on the ice. Um, and I'm just really excited to see where this takes this Devils team. Um, they have an interim coach, Elaine Nastradine, and I'm going to get into him soon. Um, I really want to talk about how we got here. Um, and I also just wanted to play a clip um, of Ray Shiro talking, um, about the new opportunity, I guess, uh, for Nastradine and what he brings to the table. Um, I also, if I have time, I'm going to look at the game against the Golden Knights. Um, so that's that. Um, and let's get into it. I, I haven't, like, stopped smiling, guys. Like, I'm so elated that this happened. Um, I know this isn't going to change everything right away. And I know that change is gradual, and I can't expect them to be out of last place right away. But honestly, this is going to be a big change for the Devils. Um, It's going to be a change in the locker room. It's going to be a big change out on the ice. It's sending a message to the guys. Um, And I really think that this change is what they need. Um, I'm not saying that Nastradine is the coach that they need. I'm not saying that at all. Um, But I'm not saying he's not the coach they need. Um, I think he'll be a fine interim coach. There are a few things that I want to bring up about him in a little bit. Um... But I think that this will be good in the long term and we will find ourselves a head coach that is going to fit this team. And I I think I want to talk about there's one coach I have in mind um, that I'll get to in a little bit. 
Uh, so keep listening for that. <laughs> um, but for now, I want to play this clip from the Ray Shiro addressing the media about the coaching change. You know, obviously change brings opportunity, not only for L.A. Nazardine, but also for our players and this opportunity for them and to find out kind of where we are here and where we're going to go because, you know, in terms of being where we are this season uh, past uh, Thanksgiving that, you know, individually, let alone collectively as a group, no one has really got to the level we expect or they would probably expect. So, you know, over the course of some time here, hopefully that's going to happen and to really find out what we have here in terms of our players and where we're going to go. So, uh, Ray Shiro is essentially saying that this change is going to affect everybody, um, and it'll hopefully give them a chance to see where we are. Um, we have good players. We have what seems like a good team on paper. So, it just is a matter of finding out what works. Um, and I think that the inconsistency that John Hines created within the team uh was very in a way hurtful um it harmed them rather than helped i understand switching the lines um when things aren't working i totally get line combination changes like that is fine but when you're switching the lines every other game when you're switching the lines in the middle of the game like sure coaches have line blunders all the time but it was just so consistently inconsistent. And you can't build chemistry that way. Um, so I don't know. That I digress. Um, I think that this is going to be a really good change for the team overall. Um, I think that maybe even just getting the presence of John Hines out of the locker room is going to improve the mindset of the players. Um, so I think that that's very important. Um, and I'm really excited to see what happens from here. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. Listening on the go? If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcasts.com backslash offers. So now I kind of want to get into what led us here. Uh, what led us to Coach Hines getting fired? And obviously the New York Rangers game and the Buffalo Sabres game are two of the things that definitely contributed to it. But it's the overall start to the season that um, that I think played a role in Coach Hines getting fired uh, yesterday. Right now, if you look at the standings for the league, uh, New Jersey is in 30th place. That's rough. That is really rough. Their special teams have been bad. Um, their five-on-five -five play has been bad. Uh, they just haven't been a very good team. They've been sloppy. They've been not playing cohesively. And at first, I thought maybe it was just the beginning. Like, they needed to find their groove. They made some off-season acquisitions. Like, maybe maybe it was just, a, like, a fluke. But then the, six, the first six games came and went, and we didn't win anything. And then it looked like maybe something was changing. 
we started winning a little bit. Um, flash forward now to today. The Devils are 9, 14, and 4. Um, that's not wonderful, <laughs> to say the least. Um, it, it's, it's a bad record to have. And, I mean, I think the change happened now because of a few things. Um, Because of the New York Rangers game and the Buffalo Sabres game, sure. But also, like, something Ray Shiro said in his um, press conference today is that we're past Thanksgiving now. Um, So we really need to take a look at this team and analyze what we have and make it it work. so I think that now we hit a point in the season where it's just unacceptable to be performing the way that the Devils have been performing. And a lot of it gets put on the coach because the coach is the one making the plays uh, or drawing up the plays. Like players make the plays. But the coach draws the plays. He, you know, makes the lineup. He scratches players. He puts players back in. He makes the lineups, he makes the power plays, and sure, other coaches are like special teams coaches, um, but he oversees everything, and when everything's going wrong, which for the Devils, it really seemed like everything was going wrong, it falls on him, and that's, he's just not doing, he wasn't doing his job right, he wasn't doing his job well at all, and Because of that, his players weren't performing to their highest level. Um, I really believe that the coach has a lot to do with the players' mindsets. Um, And with everything coming out about the NHL and coaching in the NHL and how it affects the players, I'm not surprised that by a lot of it. However, I'm not saying Coach Hines was anywhere near that bad. I just mean... I'm bringing that up to compare it to the fact that if you have a coach that you don't agree with, if you have a coach that is not confident, if you have a coach that doesn't listen to his players, it rubs off on you and it really affects the way you play. So I think that that was really affecting the guys in the locker room's mindset Um, because the Devils are such a close-knit team. They call themselves the Brotherhood. Like, they are so close. P.K. Subban refers to them as family sometimes. And I don't think it's anything to do with the fact that they aren't gelling together in the locker room. I think it was a lot to do with the mindset overall of the team. And that stems from the coach. So who is Elaine Nastradine? right? Like, who is he? Um, He has been working as the assistant coach for Coach Hines for a very long time. Um, He first started out with the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, um, then was the GM was Ray Shiro, um, and he hired Nasruddin as the assistant coach of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins in 2010. Um, the head coach of the team at that time was John Hines. Then they remained with the organization until they moved to New Jersey in 2015, the three of them together. 
So with Shiro comes Heinz, comes Nastrogene. Um, I don't think that that's like necessarily a thing against Nastrogene. Um, like I know Shiro was like buddy buddy with Heinz and that's why it took him so long to fire him. Um, I don't think that it's going to be an issue here. Um, I think that Shiro's ready to make moves and I think that he's ready to get them a coach that they deserve and a coach that can actually coach them. Um, so Nastradine is going to be it for now, uh, but he's an interim coach. So as soon as they find a coach that is going to be able to get the job done, it's going to be Nastradine. And he's worked with the team. He knows the team. Uh, he knows the guys. And I don't think it's going to be a big issue um, in that regard. The main thing I'm worried about Nastradine is that he's been working on... Um, I think he's been working with the defense, and I'm pretty sure he worked with the power play last season or the season before, um, which the power play wasn't great, hasn't been great, and the only thing I can say about the defense is that they've been the most consistently, I was going to say good, but I think just the most consistent um, out of them, the forwards, the goaltending, um, so I don't know. I think Nastradine is going to be a... I think... Okay. I think change is going to be good. I don't know how I feel about Nastradine being the coach. I think I'm more just excited that there's a change coming. I think Ray Shiro is going to be actively looking for a new coach. And I think that that is what's going to make the difference with this team. I think right now they needed the change. They needed that message to be sent. Um, and I think after, after what comes after Nastradine is going to be the difference maker, um, is going to be the biggest change. Now, there's a coach that I think would be good for the Devils. And you guys can all have your opinions on what coaches you think would be, like, best for them. Um, this is not a popular opinion. I haven't seen this anywhere, really. Um, I just talked about it with my friend. But I think Scott Gordon of the Lehigh Valley Phantoms would be a good coach for the Devils. Uh, right now, he coaches the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Last season, he was the interim coach for the Philadelphia Flyers. And he did a good job. Um, as an NHL coach. I do believe that this man deserves to be an NHL coach because he was very good at his job. Um, I think he's the type of coach that the Devils need right now. He's really good at developing young players. Um, and I think that because the Devils team right now is so young and the prospects that are being called up and sent down are young like I think that we need somebody like Scott Gordon who can really develop those players um but I want to hear from you guys uh what do you guys think of that and if you don't think Scott Gordon would be a good fit who who would be a good fit um let me know at locked on devils on twitter or jk underscore kender on twitter Okay, so another thing I wanted to bring up is what does this mean for Taylor Hall? Uh, we got rid of one of the two key components to this organization that needed to get rid of, essentially. 
Um, so what do you guys think? Do you think Taylor Hall is still going to be on the chopping block? Do you think they're still going to try and shop him now that Coach Hines is gone? Um, because I think that it was more of a him or him situation. Like one was going to go, but not both. So what do you guys think is going to happen? That's at least what I think is going to happen is Hall stays until the end of the season and then possibly gets a contract extension. Um, I don't think that uh, Hall's going to be traded anytime soon. Now watch, I said that he's going to get traded like tomorrow, but I don't think that he's going to get traded anytime soon um, now that Coach Hines is gone. I think that it was really a, a decision of which one is going to go between the two of them. All right, so now I kind of want to talk about the game uh, against the Golden Knights because this game was the first game that they were that they knew that they weren't going to be playing under Coach Hines anymore, um, and. It kind of made a difference, I think, and maybe it was just like a fluke, but the Golden Knights are a good team, and the Devils played well tonight. They held a lead for a little while. Granted, they didn't hold the lead for the entire game, which is something they need to work on, but they didn't, like, collapse, and that is very important. They came out strong. They played well tonight. And they just happened to lose. Like, I don't know. I don't think that they really lost the game really badly. I think it was a pretty good game. I think the Devils played well. And I think that they had a little pep in their step, to say the least, because of this firing of their coach. I think that the message was sent and they received it. Um, Something else I want to bring up about Coach Hines is that... I don't think he's great at developing young players, which is not great considering a lot of the Devils are young. Um, He's very into mixed messages and mixed signals, I think, because I just keep thinking of the time that he said to the media, Boquist had really, like, played his way into the lineup, and then that night scratched him. Um, Like, what kind of mind games, right? Um... He also scratches young players when they're undeserving rather than scratching the vets that aren't producing to send a message, you know? Um, Like, scratching Jesper Bratt after he had been coming off of a few games of really strong, consistent play was absurd, and I just don't understand why it happened. Um, So it's things like that, you know, that Coach Hines just seemed like he didn't have his head screwed on straight um, and he didn't seem like he was a good fit for the Devils. Um, he, he would take things, like, things would be working, lines would be working, and then he would change them, and it's like, why would you break it if it wasn't broken to begin with? Um, that's honestly just my take on it. Um, I'm not, like, saying that everything he did was criminal. Um, But I think that some things were just absurd um, and not smart, (laughs) to put it 
lightly, to put it simply, I guess. Um, A lot of what Coach Hines did, especially this season, seemed like they were all attempts to, like, throw something at a wall and hope that it sticks, you know? Um, It never made too much sense. There wasn't a lot of logic behind some of the plays that he made, uh, some of the changes and the lineups, um, calling Sini up for two games and then sending him right back down after giving him like zero to no time to prove himself. It's just things like that that were very confusing um, as a fan to be watching. Um, he, He didn't have a lot of stuff to back up some of these moves that he made. Um, so I don't know. I think that it's good that we have this change. Not 100% sure what I think of the interim coach. And I think that just this change is going to be effective. Um, not necessarily the new coach, but the change of coaching staff. I think that the mindset the players are in is going to change. Um, so... I I can only hope for the best and honestly we'll see where this goes because I don't know I'm excited because I haven't been excited watching the Devils lately and I'm excited again hopefully this really turns the tide for them all right that is about it for me today guys thank you so much for listening I really hope you enjoyed this one um let me know your thoughts on the firing Tweet me at JK underscore Kender or at Locked on Devils on Twitter. Um, let me know your thoughts about what I've said today, about the firing in general, just anything. Um, I want to hear what you guys think. Um, so yeah, thank you again for listening and go Devils. <laughs>